Hello, darling. Hello, Mr. Cox. You ready to sing one? I'm always ready. Well, all right. In my dreams, you're blowing me some kisses. Go down in history. That's what I'm praying to do with you. Let's do it in ways that make us feel good. Let's do it and make that sacred sound. Put two and two together, perfect harmony. Demons That's what love and Jesus are about Looking in your eyes I start believing
Why won't you call and come home? Please call and come home. And I know that you won't come just for the cash. Where you come from, my bangers, my beans and mash. Me on, I've crossed the 
Songs say all off soundtracks. Let's duet off the Dewey Cox movie Walk Hard. Then we had Bangers, Beans, and Mash from Get Em to the Greek. Then Inside of You, both from Infant Infant Sorrow, a fake band, as Douglas has already said. Uh, And then we had to play the Golden Girls theme there due to the fact that, that over the weekend, on Friday, about 10 minutes after I get off the air, and I did my damn predictions for 2022, I said Betty White was dying. That old hag couldn't hold on one more day. One more day? Come on, Betty. You were about to give me one of my fastest predictions of all time, and what do you do? You get all selfish and die. Wow, way to make it to 100, Betty. By the way, today, my joke, one of my jokes today is, what uh, do Betty White and Paul Walker have in common? They both died at 99? Holy Christ. I saw some DJ, like, doing some kind of, like, New Year's Eve show. He, he broke it down, and he played that. I was like, seriously? And they gave out a shot for her. I'm like, come on. It's bad. Look, look. It's sad that Betty White died. I, I am very sad at it. I mean, we do we still have the clip for her saying what she said there? Uh, let's see. Is it newest here? Let's see. I, I can find it. I know I can find it real quick. Let's see. How did everybody's New Year's go? Was it a good New Year's for you? Oh, wait. I thought I had it. Yeah, there we go. There it is. Here you go. If I had a dick, this is where I'd tell you to suck it. There you go. Betty White, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Let's say some good mornings out here before I continue with this story about Betty White. Uh, Let's see. First one here today was Braddy Kid. Good morning, Braddy Kid. I hope that you not only have a wonderful day, but a fantastic new year as well. Straight Fire was... uh, He's here. He said, couldn't have said a better Hangtown Jen who gave me a really great thank you uh, note at the end of the show on Friday. 
Happy New Year, Arnie and Ass Family. Right back at you, straight fire. Douglas says, good morning, Ass Family. How about them Raiders? Raiders still trying to play their way into the playoffs. We have NFL scores this morning. Don't want to talk about my fucking Cowboys. Hang down, Jen says, good morning, Ass Family. I'm so curious to what the first song of 22 is going to be. I mean, it's already set the mood for the whole year, and I think I nailed it with Let's Do It. Cowboys Girl says, good morning, Ass Family. Happy 2022. Uh, Hang Down Jen loved the song. Put me in a good, happy mood. Hope 22 lives up to it. 22. That's uh, that's what I'm going to end up calling it, just 22. Uh, There we go. Fred says, good morning. Haven't had ass since last year. Damn right. Derek says, good morning, ass family. Boo Monday. I hope you all had a great new year. Love me some Golden Girls. R.I.P. Betty. Celebrated the East Coast New Year's and passed out before 11 p.m. Yeah, I wasn't up. I, I wasn't up very, very late at all. All right, well, the Betty White product, uh, prediction still counts. You get a point. No, I don't. She died in 2021. She died that, like I tried. I was like, hey, it was in, in Guam and in Perth. It was 2022, but it, it's 2021. I do not get a point. For, I appreciate it, Christopher. But hey, Betty. If I had a dick, this is where I'd tell you to suck it. Yeah, uh, right back at you, Betty White. Can't hold on for one more day. Betty? Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. No, no, you wouldn't. I'm an asshole. Just ask the lady at FedEx yesterday. Oh, we'll get to it here in a second. Uh, Well, starting off the year like this, where's my music? What music? Uh, my son did the math for me. If you consider Betty White lived through a fucking leap year and, and such, she surely lived beyond 99 years. And Conting, actually, she died 17 days of 100. And with all the leap days, she was actually over 100. So you are correct in your first prediction in my eyes. Hey, if you guys want to give me the, the correct amundo on that, I will take it. Fastest prediction in history. Uh, let's see, Chargers are going to choke and the Raiders make it back into the fucking playoffs. Aldo says good morning and happy new year, everybody. Go Niners. Raiders are going to have a rematch with the Chiefs in the playoffs and win. You heard it from me first. All right, all right, Douglas, you called it. I'm letting you make that call. So there you go. There's our good mornings. Betty White, uh, was about to become 100. She died on Friday. The cause of death is unclear. Really, the, the cause of death is unclear. She was fucking 99. I, I don't think that it was a drive-by. I, I, I really don't think it was going to be of a fentanyl overdose. She died because she's 99. Uh, no, uh, the cause of death. is Natural causes, that's what it's called. It's called being 99. Twenty-four leap years, so I think that does make her twenty-four days older. So she died in twenty twenty-two. We're going with it. By the way, I got I learned something about Betty White this weekend. Betty White was a pretty big star in the forties and fifties, and uh, she had her own like variety show. You know, did comedy. It was like Carol Burnett before Carol Burnett. Didn't last very long because of something that happened on the show. She had a black dancer on the show. And their dance routines, right? And 
she featured the black person on television. And the executives came to her and said, please, please don't do this. Don't, don't put the black person on TV anymore. She not only doubled down and put this person back on TV, but gave them more airtime. And Betty White Show was canceled two seasons later. You got to give it up for a lady like that, though. I can never, ever think, like, I'm seeing this picture of her, like, when she's young. I can't think she's hot because it's fucking Betty White. They come in threes, right? Madden White, who's next? Oh, holy shit. Willie better be holding on. That's a good call. My grandma recently passed away at 104, and I asked, how'd she die? How'd she die? She's 104. She wrecked her Harley out on bike week. Here's your sign. Yeah, no shit, right? Uh, she died in a karate tournament. <laughs> she was in an underground kumite. <laughs> That's how Betty White died. Nobody wants to report it. Betty White was the world's first action star. So she was doing some training over there in the Far East. She was in Kwangdong. And uh, down in Kwangdong, they have the kumite there. They get the baddest people from all over the world. In America right now, ain't one of the baddest places in the world. So we sent him Betty White. Betty White won her first two matches, though. Wasn't until she met Chong Lee. Chong Lee beat the piss out of her, and she didn't make it out. Goddamn Betty White and her fucking love of blood sports cost this country an American icon. <laughs> Now I'm just being funny. <laughs> uh, Dan Reeves. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dan Reeves died over the weekend. Another NFL coach. Nowhere near as big as Madden. By the way, very, very, very cool. If you didn't get to see the Madden um, the Madden thing that they showed on Christmas Day on Fox, the documentary kind of thing on John Madden's life, Man, I suggest you go out and find it because I give it up to the NFL this week too for for honoring John Madden the way they did. I thought that was a, that was a classy move. So that had to not come from Goodell's office. That was somebody else. That was an intern. So hey, uh, can we honor John Madden this weekend? It was cool because the story they told was John Madden was able to watch the documentary with his family on Christmas. So that's pretty damn cool. Betty White was third. Madden, Reed, and White. Death is over for 2022. I don't want to count Harry Reed. Harry Reed sucks. Harry Reed was a fucking bastard. And I can't put Dan Reeves in that threesome. That's not, I mean, you got powerhouses like Madden and Betty White, and we have to throw in Dan Reeves or fucking, fucking Harry Reed. Harry Reed was a fucking bucket of shit. Good God. So there you go. Betty White passed away over the weekend. Now, now I don't know about y'all. I had a very good weekend, uh, New Year's. I, I was in bed before, I don't know, 10 o'clock on New Year's Eve. I, I'm too old. I, I don't do it. I did get to see some of the uh, uh, they have the people that die that make us sad. Yeah. 
I did see some of the Miley Cyrus thing. And we're going to get to all the coverages uh, a little bit later because we have Don Lemon and Andy Cohen on their TV show, Rants. They went on. We got that for later on in the show. I got to start the day with a bunch of COVID shit, and we'll get that out of the way. Um, but, yeah, Miley Cyrus and, and Pete Davidson had their own New Year's Eve show. Wow, that was abysmal. That You want to talk about terrible. She comes out to her Party in the USA song, and her top falls off. So she's singing the song when, when, when she just came from Hannah, Montana, and now she's flashing titty everywhere. She covered it up, but come on. And Pete Davidson, just what a fucking awful train wreck that guy is. I only know of Harry Reid because he helped usher in the uh, B.S. Obamacare. Yeah, he was he was the speaker that he was Chuck Schumer before Chuck Schumer, and worse, in my opinion. That's just my opinion right there. So, uh, so there you go. Uh, all right, let's get to it. Shall- oh wait, wait, I got to tell you about my weekend. I, I can't get into COVID just yet. I got to get. I got to get some shit off my chest. Family, I, I may have lost my temper this weekend. I, I, have to, I have to admit to you, I lost my temper. And I lost my temper on a FedEx employee. Do I feel bad for losing my temper? Uh, Abso-fucking-lutely not. So, um... You remember I posted something a few weeks ago before Christmas, something I'd really want? And they were these really, really cool aviator sunglasses. Yes, I, I am a child because I want cool things. I, and I don't care what you say to me because it's important to me. I found out one of my gifts was way back ordered, so we couldn't get it. So went with the sunglasses. So we ordered the sunglasses. Made sure I ordered them to get everything the way I wanted. Perfect. And they, they're called, they're called, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Root Randolphs, because they're made in Randolph, Massachusetts. Everything's made in America with these glasses. And these are the coolest aviator glasses. This is what, like, the military wears. These are fucking badass. And they're mirrored like the cop from Cool Hand Luke who shot Luke. Like, super mirror. Like, they're chrome and they're mirrored. They're fucking awesome, right? So I ordered them. To add to my vast collection of sunglasses. And I'm very proud of that collection and my watches. So I ordered it, and the company offers free second day air. Well, it's 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 in the cost of the glasses. Because second day air is like $35. I ain't spending no $35 on shipping, but it says free second day air. I know it's not free, but it's free. Okay. So I ordered them uh, the night of the 28th. It went through on the 29th. So second day air, so the order goes through the 30th, 31st. 31st was Friday. Now, mind you, that second day air only goes from Monday to Friday, which is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. And I'll get to why it's stupid here in a second. So Friday, I saw that, that I was going to get my glasses. Now, do, do, do you want to take a guess? Did I get my glasses? Nope. No, I sure didn't. Said there was a delay. So I went to my tracking. See, they, 
that's the stupidest thing they could have ever done is give tracking things to people like me that get pissed off because all I want, all I want is do your fucking job. That's it. That's it. I'm here each and every day. I do my job. I did my job on the radio. If I didn't do my job on the radio, my ass would get in trouble. And the same should happen to anybody who doesn't just do your fucking job. That's all. So I didn't get him. So I thought, oh, okay, Saturday I'll get it. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, not going to get it on Saturday. Because New Year's Day is a national holiday, and FedEx does not deliver on New Year's Day. So I was like, oh, okay, so now they're two days late. Now they do deliver on Sundays. FedEx delivers on Sundays. I figured, hey, since they're two days late, they'll just put them in this, and and I'll get it Sunday. I kept checking the updates. Because these are expensive glasses, and I wanted my fucking gift. I get delayed, no estimate available. Really, there's no estimate available. And as I look through the tracking, so it, it went from Randolph, Massachusetts, to Memphis, the main hub of FedEx, and then Memphis to Dallas. Okay, all within a day. Now, it's been in Dallas since the 28th, the Dallas Sorting Center. Mm Mm-hmm. Special cases. I got uh, several packages yesterday, USPS. You didn't get USPS yesterday. Yesterday was Sunday. FedEx and Amazon. Yes, you got a fucking classic T-shirt with me naked on it. So I called up FedEx yesterday, and I said, hey, am I getting my damn sunglasses today? I said, I've been waiting. You're three days late now. Where are my glasses? Oh, hello. My name is Derek. Good morning, Alicia. How are you? So, So Dirk gives me the runaround, and I start to lose it on him. And then I say, ask me, or I I said, please, 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 Uh, I'd like to talk to a supervisor. Because that's the way you usually handle things. Dan says post office delivers on Sunday. Not here in Texas, they don't. We don't get mail on Sundays here. So I was like, hmm, okay, I'm, I'm asking for the supervisor, and he in his, what, native tongue, whatever the fuck that was, Swahili, somehow tells me I can't get to a supervisor. They don't allow that. And I, I, I was like, y- you don't what? And then I didn't hear him anymore. So he pretty much hung up on me. Hanging up on me is not a good idea. I call back. Of course, I don't get Dirk. I get Sandra, not her name. Hello, my name is Sandra. No, it's not. No, it's not. It is not Sandra. So I asked her, I said, what's the delay? Did did your Dallas building burn down? Because it flew into Dallas, then it drove to Fort Worth, then it drove back to Dallas, and now it's back in Fort Worth. Fort Worth is the opposite direction from where I am compared to Dallas. 
and I'm starting to get loud. And I finally just, I, I, I said to her, I said, when am I going to get my fucking package? And usually I try to keep it professional when I'm on the phone, but I had had it. I mean, I was literally at wit's end. And Sandra said, you, you should get it tomorrow. I said, I'm getting it tomorrow. You're guaranteeing it. If I don't get it tomorrow, I'm going to call back and I'm going to ask for you, Sandra. Well, tomorrow is the earliest possible time. So I was like, so I'm not guaranteed to get it tomorrow. Well, it delivers between Monday and Friday, which is that's what I don't understand. If you get second day air, just send it to me second day fucking air. It ain't like FedEx has a thing that closes on the weekend and says, nope, sorry, folks. Plane shut down. Big dickhead named Sandra outside should have fucking told you. Second day air only works on Monday through Friday. That's goddamn stupid. Good God. By the way, still waiting. It says it's on delivery truck in Garland right now. Yeah, we'll see about that. Oh, I'm keeping an eye on the front door. When I see that, if I'm on the air, I'll leave the microphone turned up. I will fucking go out there and go, you got my $35, son of a bitch? The fuck has this been? Oh, I was heated. Heated. Tired of this shit. That was the highlight of my weekend. Getting mad like that. Definitely wasn't the fucking Cowboys. But like I said, we got NFL scores coming up. Uh, by the way, a new study on animals now suggests that the <laughs> Omicron. 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 Whoa, 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 whoa. Omicron. There we go. The Omi, the the brand new Omicron does not cause as much damage to the lungs. Well, lo and behold, what what this weaker strand of this virus is not causing that much damage? No, you don't say so. Wow, thank you so much for doing all your hard work on that to figure that out. By the way, here you go. Here's another one that's going to blow your mind. New York City. New York City! Thank you. The epicenter. Of the COVID-19 outbreak when it first happened, what, two years ago? Two fucking years we've been talking about this fucking thing. And now Omicron has spread all over. Estimated that one out of 50 Manhattan residents had been infected. But you ready for this part? So, so you got all these people that are getting infected and they're putting the mask mandates back in place. They're putting the vaccination cards mandate in place. You can't go anywhere in New York without having a card and a mask, even though hospitals are not, not seeing a corresponding rise in patients. What? What? Wait, wait, wait. How could that be? This strand is running wild, brother. And we're not seeing the hospitalizations? Huh. 
Could it be because it's not that serious? Oh, but we're still going to close everything down. Oh, okay. All right. Now, now I get it, but I don't. See, see, as I'm talking right now, I'm being very, very sarcastic. Uh, Zach says, Omicron. Sounds like an evil corporation in a movie. I, I think it sounds like a bad Transformer. That, that's what I think. I am Omicron. Cough, cough. Hachoo. Hachoo. He's the only Transformer that's sick. <laughs> I am Omicron. <laughs> I don't care. I find it to be funny. That's good shit right there. He's always, his nose is leaking oil all the time. Omicron. <laughs> Boy, that's weird, though, that that hospitals aren't seeing the record number of people, even though most of, uh, let's just say it, all of America will have Omicron at some point. Some point in the next two weeks, everybody's going to have it. Yet hospitals are not seeing a run on beds. People are not dying from it. But we got to shut everything down. Shut it down, motherfuckers. Okay, somebody just sent me something via text, TikTok video. Let's see, what's this? Oh, Fauci. Which one am I supposed to watch? The the first one with Fauci? But the other important thing is that if you look at the children who are hospitalized, many of them are hospitalized with COVID as opposed to because of COVID. And what we mean by that, if a child goes in the hospital, they automatically get tested for COVID and they get counted as a COVID hospitalized. So he's finally telling the truth. So if a kid, let's say a kid, Breaks his spine. Yeah, I, I, it's horrible to think of, but let's play along. Let's say a kid is at, at the jungle gym. He's at the playground. Falls off the jungle gym. Breaks his spine clean in half. Barely holding on. Take him to the hospital. What's the problem? He fell off the jungle gym. He broke his spine in half. All right, let's test him. Why, by the way, why is the first thing they do test for COVID? I would probably want to get him stabilized first. That's just me, though. I don't have a lot of extensional medical training. But, hey, this kid with a broken back, we got to get him a COVID test. And when the kid unfortunately dies, he didn't die from a broken spine. He died from having COVID because they tested him and he turned out positive. Wow. Wow. I think Straight Fire, Straight Fire, you sent that to me. Thank you. And, and now they're admitting it. They're admitting it. This is, this is so amazing to me. They just admitted it. Straight Fire, how old is that video? They just admitted to what they've been doing this whole time. Let's relook at the death numbers, shall we? Let's take those 15,000 off already that were fucking hospice ones. 
And, oh, I know straight fire, you're absolutely right, because they make more money off the COVID. Now, I, I am the last person that you would probably ever expect to hear this from, but when is enough money enough money? And I, I, I don't mean that to, to thwart capitalism or anything like that, but these hospitals make a shit ton of money to begin with when they charge you at least $100 for a fuck Tylenol. That's for a Tylenol. A single Tylenol. They charge out the ass for this stuff. And you have to just sit back and you go, wait a second, hold on. And now they're going to get paid more because of COVID. I thought doctors, the, the doctor's creed was do no harm. Yeah, Douglas says, well, now COVID is a big business. Same reason why cancer will be never, never be cured. But see, there's a big difference, though, Douglas. And the big difference is this. And, and I agree with you that cancer will never be cured. They have a cure for it, but we'll never see it. Um, cancer isn't a communicable disease, meaning it can't spread. Like, like if you cough and you have cancer, and the germs that are in the air flying to some guy's nose, you're not going to get cancer. That's not how cancer works. And we don't shut down America for cancer. We shut it down for colds. But I agree with you. It is big business, and that's why nothing will ever get done about it. It's really, really sad. It's sad that we have to do this. By the way, the World Health Organization has come out. And, and this was and the funny thing is they're telling us everything they're doing now. And by the way, nobody is doing anything about it. When Fauci admitted that right then and there, he should have been fired as the doctor for America. But now the World Health Organization is trying to get rid of the booster ideas. They like to say they're saying it because, well, poor countries aren't getting enough of the vaccine. But this is the best line I've ever read, and it's on such a liberal website. Blanket booster programs are likely to prolong the pandemic rather than ending it. By diverting supply to countries that already have high levels of vaccination coverage, giving the virus more opportunity to spread and mutate. That is from the director of the World Health Organization, General Tedros Adnam Ghebreyesus. So what we're doing is we're prolonging this. And I don't know who in their right mind would have ever said, let this thing run out, and then that way it will just flat out go away. Oh, that's right. I do know someone. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Come on. Oh, Douglas, I agree. Cancer is a horrible way to die. You're absolutely right. And if these people who vow to, quote, unquote, do no more harm, do no harm, 
I, I just, I get lost. It, that's the thing I just don't understand. I get it. You want to make money and you want to be rich and you went to medical school and you did all this stuff. Do, do you not have to go to an ethics class, though? Yeah, oh, I get that the money is prolonging it as well, Alicia. See, but that's the thing to me is that you obviously have no ethics. When my dad had throat cancer, dad had throat cancer for for smoking the way he did for all the years he did. They took out uh, a chunk of his voice box, left him enough to where it gave him his raspy voice. But if they had to take any more, he would have been on the, hello, Arnie, and my life would have been complete then. I was was always mad at him for not getting one of those because those things are badass. But uh, they, he had the surgery in February of 1980. And I, I remember this because the U.S. Olympic team, hockey team, beat, beat Russia the, night, the first night that I could see Dad. And I remember I was jumping up and down on his hospital bed, and my mom gave me a fucking look like I've never gotten before, and I've never jumped on a bed since then. In 1980, they gave my dad an 8% chance of living. 1980. He died in 2017. And he didn't go through chemo, didn't do any of that. They removed it. It stayed away. He quit smoking. He did get COPD, and that's what eventually killed him. But it wasn't the cancer. And I'm mad at the fact, I mean, I'm mad as fucking hell that there is no cure for cancer out there, even though there should be one. But I know, I I already know, it's too big a business. There's too many people employed by it. And COVID is starting to run that ramp. Every, Every new disease wants to run that, because if you have a new disease or something new that's wrong with you, you're going to get rich from it. But yes, the World Health Organization is saying that Omicron is nothing more than, well, just another strain, and it's a weaker strain, and you're not going to the hospital, so why are you shutting down? I don't know why. There's another protest today at the Capitol at 1 to protest vax mandates, all right. Well, the Attorney General here in Texas just uh, pretty much told the federal government, y'all can just go fuck off. When it comes to uh, these mandates, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton, all-around badass, scored a huge win when a federal judge ruled against vaccine and mask mandates for Head Start programs initiated by the Biden administration. Once again, come to Texas, be free. I saw somebody finally explain it this weekend, and it was great to watch them explain it because they're right. It doesn't matter if you want to get the vaccination or you do not want to get the vaccination. That is what freedom is. 
That is what America's about. Not forcing you to do anything, but giving you an opportunity. If you don't, and, and by the way, not wanting to take this vaccine does not make you an anti-vaxxer. Okay, the the anti-vaxxers are all those fucking crazy moms and dads from about 10, 15 years ago when every shot would give your kid lupus or something like that or, or, you know, one of them short legs and you got to wear the big shoes. I I, I don't know. But I've been consistent in what I say, and I hate that they blame the unvaccinated people for this sickness because it seems like only vaccinated people are getting it. We as a people have to say enough is enough. Y'all got to start standing up. I stand up every morning on this show and talk about it. You have the country about to shut down again. And, And I'm telling you right now, there is decent thought of it. By the way, it's going to be for naught. Omicron is going to run it. I'm sorry. Omicron is going to run its course and it's going to be gone. And so are a lot of small businesses that can't do it again. Uh, That's exactly what I've been questioning since the beginning. Are there no doctors out there that care anymore? It's all about money to everyone. And, And look, look, look. Let me just say this right now. I think the doctors that are in favor of the boosters are in favor of the boosters for people who have underlying health conditions. Who I've been in favor of getting the shot. I got the shot. I'm talking about elderly people, cancer patients, things like that. Those are the people that should possibly look into getting the shot. Even though I don't think it's going to work, but whatever. I said a long time ago that this is nothing but Them trying to control us. And I will stand by that. This is nothing more than a cold. If you don't like that, I'm sorry. I apologize. But that's all it is. It's a fucking cold. Yeah, what a way to brag about the freedoms you were able to enjoy, dick. I know, right? Isn't it awesome? I can go to restaurants and not have to show a card or wear a mask. How sad is that, that that's what we have to brag about now in America? I said a long time ago, Americans are not built for this. Americans are not conditioned for this. And by this, I mean staying home, locked in. Giving up our freedoms. Andrew says, I've been standing up since this crap started. It's nice to finally see folks get what I've been talking about now. Hopefully it isn't too late. No, it's not too late. It's Look, it's never going to be too late. This thing will go away in another month or so, I think. Unless, of course, they come out with a cool, you know, new name, you know, Auto Omicron. Or you, you, something crazy like that. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I think it's about run its course. And both sides need to know that, stop, let us go back to living our lives. 
Douglas says, I went to Joe's Crab Shack. They gave me a mask to go to my table and then stopped enforcing the mask. I want to go to, if I ever, I'm just telling you right now, if I ever go to a restaurant and they tell me to put a mask on, I am going to try to eat my food through the mask. If I stay. So stupid. This this whole thing is so dumb. Uh, Biden's stupid-ass education secretary, Miguel Cordona, he gets it. He has stressed that they need to keep schools open despite the surge in Omicron. He says, we've been very clear on our expectations is for school to be open full-time for students as in-person learning. We remember the impact of school closures on students last year. Yeah, and you know what the problem is, is that you're going to do the same thing. Once we see those numbers, see, this is the thing. The media doesn't tell the whole story, which means they are lying by leaving shit out. This is the whole story. This variant, Omicron, is a lot easier to catch. Because it's host. You know, it can spread a lot easier. This one, Omicron, Omicron, it spreads a lot easier because it's beat down, like viruses get. And they grab onto the lowest common denominator, and boom, now you're infected. You're most likely asymptomatic, which means you shouldn't even have to fucking quarantine yourself. It just pisses me off more than anything. Pisses me off for all the small businesses out there that have been affected. The, the businesses that have had to close because they couldn't keep their doors open anymore because they didn't have customers for a whole fucking year. Zach says the policies won't change on the federal level until after this year's midterms. Well, if that's the case, then Democrats might lose every seat that they have. This is not a red wave. This is a red tsunami. Speaking of people, uh, you know, uh, that are in the, 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 the means and the, the goes there, guess who is enjoying her New Year's Eve in Miami? That's right. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was at a bar in Miami over the weekend. And we have video. <laughs> got an ugly fucking dress on. She's an ugly fucking bitch. And she's there with, I don't know, a couple hundred people. And guess what? She ain't got a mask on. What? Where is AOC's mask? She was at a drag queen bar in Miami. 
Most of the crowd was not wearing masks. She for sure didn't have a mask on. She's just out there living her best life. Good for thee, not me, though, huh? Oh, this gal's fucking off a rocker. Uh, Douglas says AOC thinks that Republicans want to date her. If they want to have relations with her, it's just a grudge fuck. only way I'd let her fucking anywhere near me is through a glory hole. I don't want to look at her because, man, oh, man, you just, uh, man, you see that face and that, oh, there's all kind of hatred that comes out then. Yeah, I saw that story last week where she was saying that all the, the Republicans want to date her. No, they, they don't. I, I really don't think they do, especially the old married ones. You know, and the super old senators think that you're there as part of the help. I'm just letting you know, hon. But, yeah, that bitch was out and about this weekend. Good for her. Now, another bitch was out over the weekend. His name is Dr. Anthony Fauci. I've come to learn something new. Dr. Anthony Fauci does not, not enjoy eating food at restaurants. He said that he would not recommend the fully vaccinated go to restaurants during Omicron. The anchor of the program says, uh, how should vaccinated and boosted people behave? Can they go into a restaurant, eat safely indoors right now? And Fauci hemmed and hawed and says, eh, you know, when you're having such a, I call it a tsunami of infections, Dana, we're seeing people who are vaccinated and boosted who are getting breakthrough infections. That means your vaccine don't work worth a shit. This is the reason why I've been saying when asked about the holiday season, the safest thing to do is be home, setting uh, in friends, relatives who you know are vaccinated and boosted. So fuck you, restaurateurs. You know what? If I owned a restaurant in D.C. and this swarmy little fucking putz walked in, I'd boot him out. I don't need your carnival gold. I don't need any of that. I want you gone. Anthony Fauci, piece of shit. And the next, uh, by the way, by the way, last story of COVID today. Thank God. And it it comes from Canada, eh? Oh, la la, oh, oui, oui. (laughs) It comes from Quebec. Whose native language is French? Uh-huh. Health ministry officials in Quebec are facing backlash for new coronavirus curfew rules that don't allow dog owners to walk their pets between 10 p.m. and 5 p.m. So we've isolated the time that, that COVID is out that will attack you on the mean streets of whatever city this is. Oh, Quebec. You got to stay inside. Because that makes sense. 
Remember when they were telling us how being inside is probably the worst thing for COVID because it lives at about 72 degrees. It's fantastic once it gets in your body. So they don't want you walking your dog when it's dark outside. Was the whole fire station off or police station off? That make no that just don't make no sense. I'm sorry, it just doesn't. AOC still thinks uh, Republicans want to date her if they learn uh, grudge fuck. Okay, I read that already. Okay, what we got here. No, Zach just gave me a who would you do, Samantha B or AOC? Oh, I I I would pick AOC. Because I would probably shave her head in the middle of it. Yeah, I, I don't like that Samantha B, and she's too old anywhere. Yeah, yeah, give me that. Give me the other broad. How do you not let owners take their dogs out for walks? That's fucked up. I thought Canada was supposed to be this great, awesome place. I guess it's not, though. All right. There you go. That's funny. Uh, Can you put your dog on a leash, eh? Does it have a mask? Oh, the other joke I had today is what do you, uh, what, (laughs) how do you turn a dishwasher into a snowplow? Give your wife a shovel. That's just funny. Come on, that is funny stuff right there. Let's talk about our our lovely commander-in-chief now, shall we? Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Yeah, let's go, Brandon. When everybody says, oh, you can't blame the president for the, 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 the cost of gas. Well, we have some blunders that killed the American energy renaissance here. Uh, All under Joe Biden's watch, by the way. And they started this off, and they give a bunch of reasons. Is it 12? It's 9. It's 9. There you go, medal number one. On his first day as president, Biden canceled uh, completion of the Keystone XL pipeline, which resulted in thousands of American jobs going away, reducing, pretty much ending, domestic energy production, and driving up the cost of it all. Man, oh man. Great job, Joe, but you didn't do that because, you know, you can't. Number two, one of Joe Biden's first actions as president was suspending oil and gas leases in the Arctic, National Wildlife Refuge, and New Mexico. So they're restricting trade. Bravo. Number four, last month the EPA announced new regulations for methane emissions. 
which these new things that they're talking about here could cost almost a million Americans their jobs. More jobs are going to get lost from Joe Biden and people died of two years of COVID. Biden's EPA uh, is also pushing a new rule regulating greenhouse and gas emissions from vehicles. It will raise the price of your car by $1,000. Brett, good morning to you. Biden vowed to prohibit fracking, which will cause a massive loss in American jobs. Around 19 million jobs. Biden's, this is a final one I'll read. Biden's Build Back Better plan would spend taxpayer dollars to force utilities to use more expensive forms of energy, reducing energy choices, and raising costs for American consumers. Oh, Douglas, I agree. I hope that next, it, I, I really do hope the next administration does get rid of a lot of this stuff. This is what I see happening in November. I'm still not confident on uh, Donald Trump running again yet or not. I don't know if he can win. Yeah, Ron DeSantis, who's thinking about it. You got a lot of these people, Ted Cruz. You got a lot of Republicans thinking about it, but they need somebody who's got a set of balls. I mean, you look at the Democrats, and you're like, well, they have the incumbent, but the um, incumbent's an idiot. We're talking about the president. I just want to get this shit figured out and go back to being America again. I'm tired of it all. I, I don't care what Russia does. I don't care what China does. If they want to end Taiwan, then end Taiwan. I don't give a shit anymore. I'm done. D-U-N-E. Done, done, done. Uh, more from the stupid world of Joe Biden. I promise you, the president has a big stick. Uh, his nominee, let's see, for a, a judicial nominee, said that when you add laws that prohibit people with a criminal convention from conviction from voting, it's practically the same system as during, let's all say it, shall we? If you said slavery, you would be correct. I've yet to see anyone banned from, from voting. I love it. It's all these guilty white people that go out there and talk about this. Well, well blacks aren't really, uh, they, they, their community isn't, they, they can't get around. Well, they can. They use buses. They use lifts. They use Ubers.
Whenever the aggressor starts to backpedal, you know it's good. This gal equating, I'm tired of everything being equated to slavery. It's stupid. I have about an hour left in listening to Rogan Podcast with Dr. Robert Malone, the doctor that created the mRNA technology behind the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines. He's been banned from Twitter. The man doesn't have any financial gain in anything with the vaccines. He was saying that he had been allowed to provide early treatment, including treatment with ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. Over a half a million lives could have been saved. Wow, there's a shocker. There is a shocker. But the FDA wouldn't allow that. You know why they wouldn't allow that? I'm going to tell you why they wouldn't allow that. If they would have allowed that, this would have gone away a lot sooner, and Donald Trump would still be, hey, there's my FedEx. Yeah, thank you. Hold on. He didn't like that. I yelled, thank you, and he turned around to to wave at me, and I said, you're only fucking three days late. Yes, we are opening it live on the air. Uh, That that interview is a must-listen. Bobby, get back. This ain't for you. When did you become so nosy? You need to get back, dog. Oh, my Randolphs. Watch, they won't be right now. These are going to be the wrong ones. Ooh, nice case. Jeez, nice big box. This way, this is what happens. You get fancy, cool shit. Warning. Ooh, wow. That's a really cool box. Holy shit. Open it that way. All right, there we go. Randolph, 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 another case. Ooh, I have a case within a case within a case. Oh, there they are. Oh, these things are badass. Oh, my God. Holy shnikes. Ooh, daddy. Hello. Oh, yeah. yeah let's see. I, I got to put this on uh, the social media. Oh, yeah. There it is. Oh, those look good in the motherfucker right there. Holy shit. I'll put those up. I might do the rest of the show in these glasses. These things are fucking sweet. Bubba thinks it's for him. Yeah, he thinks it's for him, but it ain't. Is it, Bub? Is this for you? No, it's not. That's weird. Wow, all right, cool. No, I probably won't wear these all day because I'm inside. I am going to wear them out today, though. Those are sweet. Uh, that Malone interview is a must-listen. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll see. I saw the story about how he was banned from Twitter. What's he banned from Twitter from? I, I mean, I, I didn't care enough to look into it. 
is because he's telling the truth. Is that why? Is that why he's being banned? All, all this shit has just got to stop. Look, look, it, I don't care if you commit a heinous crime, you're a felon, you commit a felony, you get caught. You have to pay the price. If you're a if you're a convicted felon, then no, you shouldn't be able to vote again. I'm sorry. There are consequences for actions in this country. Do you remember when we used to have consequences as a kid? You do something your parents didn't tell you to do or something your parents told you not to do, and they whoop your fucking monkey ass? That's a consequence. The world no longer has consequences. This FedEx thing is a perfect example. Nobody's going to get in trouble. Nobody's going to lose their job. But they didn't do their fucking job. They were three days late. Now, we have grown as a society to say, oh, that's not too bad. Just sit back and chill, Arnie. You still got it. That's not the point. The point is to do your job. And the point is, is that there are consequences. If you don't do your job, you get fired. Okay, if you break the law in a certain way, you lose your right to vote. It's not like, stop equating everything to slavery for fuck's sake. I mean, this is, is this the new way of things? Is that, They say, oh, we never said that, or that didn't happen. It wasn't me. Or, oh, you like that? Well, you're in favor of slavery. Come on. We have to stop. By the way, let's stop it. Let's us, the people who think with the correct side of their brain, let's just us put our feet down and go, enough. No, 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 no. No. Telling someone they can't vote in an election because they are a felon, that's a consequence. That is not slavery. I mean, damn. I think it was banned from some stuff he was saying in the interview, which uh, COVID can't Okay. Uh, He doesn't even know the exact tweets that got him banned, but everything that big tech thinks will produce vaccine hesitancy gets you banned. Rogan said he wanted to get doctors that opposed him to come and debate him on their uh, show. By the way, uh, he's uh, Joe Rogan is backing right now. What did I see? Uh, since we're talking about this, there's a new app out there called Getter, G-E-T-T-R. I do not know. Let's make the Larry the Cable Guy jokes real quick. Uh, he's behind this. Um I don't know if this is going to take off now, but Joe Rogan wants to go to this new social media app called Getter. I I, I don't care about that. that. Those are the things I don't care. Look, I, I'm not on Twitter. They can ban whoever they want. It's their company. Fuck them. Nobody takes them seriously. The only people that take Twitter seriously are the people that are on Twitter who are on the far left. They think Twitter is the greatest thing to ever happen. They honestly, this is this is the funny thing to me. This, this is what I love about how stupid some people are. 
They think that Twitter is the definition of the First Amendment. It's not. They have banned people. They restrict what you can and cannot say on there. That is anything, anything but the First Amendment. If you think that you're practicing your First Amendment rights on Twitter, please. And if you think you have First Amendment rights on Twitter, please. Remember, what was it, four years ago that the United States Supreme Court came out and stated hate speech is still speech and it is protected under the First Amendment of the United States Constitution. So if you go to Twitter and you call somebody uh, a big fucking retard, they can kick you off for that. Why? Because they have policies in place. You know what's not a policy? The First Amendment. It's not a policy. It's the First Amendment. Freedom of speech. The end. Uh, I've been on Gitter. It's been okay. Similar to Parler, but much more user-friendly. Okay. I don't think it's going to take off. I I just don't. I think people are kind of... They're going to be stuck in their ways with TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. The the big three, if you will. And I know Twitter's in there and makes it four, but Twitter's such a fucking dumb thing. Uh, All right. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Oh, final story of the first segment here. I got to do this, man. I, I just have to. Hold on, let's see. All right, here we go. Who's on Twitter outside of celebrities and porn stars and politicians? You know, athlete athletes are. I mean, it, it is celebrity. It, that's all Twitter is. You know why you know Twitter's so popular? Twitter's popular because everybody thinks that somebody famous is going to retweet what they tweeted. Or like something they said. That I think that's the goal of Twitter is to have a celebrity respond to you. What's that new one, the carousel or cameo? You get celebrities to call you. That's what Twitter was first. But hey, congratulations. Let's send out a big-ass family congratulations to Mayor Extraordinaire of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot. Nobody likes you. You're a liar and a thief murderer. Well, that last one, that last one is going to be a big one because the Chicago Police Department has confirmed That Chicago, in the year of our Lord, 2021, was the deadliest year ever in the Windy City. 797 homicides. How dare you? Right, Greta? I mean, you know what time it is. 
by the way, by the way, in 2020, uh, there there were 299 uh, less than now. That's 300 murders. I, I and, and the mayor, she doesn't seem to be even bothered by it. She just keeps getting uglier and uglier and uglier and still hasn't done anything. 797 murders? Come on. There were 3,561 shooting incidents. Thirty-five hundred people were shot. Good God! That Lightfoot needs to be jailed. She needs to be fucking sent with that damn. She looks like that Somali pirate from Captain Phillips. Go join his sorry ass in fucking Leavenworth. We can only hope that the people who died were white because Black Lives Matter, right? Exactly even though most of these shootings are happening on the south side of Chicago, which is predominantly African-American. But, hey, Andrew says, come on, Chicago, those are rookie numbers. You're going to need to pump those numbers up. Hashtag Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, man. God damn, that bitch is getting uglier, too. Holy shit. I I honestly did not think that Lori Lightfoot could get uglier. But as it's happened once or twice before, I am wrong. And I'm very sorry for it. Uh, All right. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. We still got a lot of stuff to get to. We got to get the NFL scores. Shit that happened on New Year's Eve. No more Omicron. I'm sorry. No more Omicron. Hopefully. No more Biden shit. Well, we'll see. We'll see. That's all coming up right here at ArnieRadio.com. Uh, now, we're going to play some soundtrack songs. The first song, look, uh, the Jeff Healy band did it in the movie, but I can't find a decent live recording. But this song has been in more than just the soundtrack of the greatest movie ever made, Roadhouse. <laughs>
hustle's the name of the game And nice guys get washed away like the snow and the rain There's been a load of compromising On the road to my horizon But I'm gonna be where the lights are shining on me Like a
this show's got more ass on it than a public toilet. Probably more diseases, too. The Arnie State Show. There you go. Call 775-357-FANS. All right. Soundtrack week is off and running. Had to play something from Roadhouse. One of the greatest movies of all time. Roadhouse Blues. Rhinestone Cowboy. That's been in a bunch of movies. Electric Horseman. Bunch of them. And the last one, Blaze of Glory from Young Guns 2. The movie, not so good, but man, the, the, the idea of Young Guns, that's one of the most quotable movies I had for growing up. I, I, I love that movie. Buenos Dias, shitheads. I love it. That fucking, that's great. Dude's looking around, he goes, shit, what's wrong? No, no, I mean, I found some. Love that movie. But that was from part two. And actually, John Bon Jovi was in that movie. He's hard to find in that movie. He's in the, uh, when they lock the prisoners in the ground, he's in the downstairs jail. So uh, there you go. We have more soundtracks coming up. But first, let us venture off to the National Football League. Yesterday was a huge day in the NFL. Maybe some pictures got cleaned up. Others are still all fucked up, and we will find out now. Scores from yesterday. Tonight's game, the Browns and the Steelers. I have never rooted for the Steelers. I am going to be rooting for the Steelers tonight because I hate the Browns. Doug says, did I mention the Raiders won yesterday? Yeah, you've mentioned it a number of times. Now I don't have to mention it. So there you go. Uh, first game, Bills beat the shit out of the Falcons. No-brainer there. That, nobody even thought that was a game. The Bears and Giants, nobody cared that that was a game. Bears looked dominant, but they were playing against the Giants. The game of the day yesterday, honest to God, I watched I watched a portion of this game, and usually I, the Cowboys are on late. I, I don't watch a lot of football anymore just because I'm tired of the, the, the I wish I would have watched more yesterday I wish I would have had the ticket yesterday to see a story that we're going to talk about here in just a minute but this Bengals Chiefs game yesterday the Bengals Chiefs game was by far serious question should the Browns change their name no they shouldn't I don't think any team needs to change their name. They're named after Paul Brown. Probably one of the greatest football minds of all time. Joe Burrow is more than legit. Look, look, I will say this right now. If the Cowboys could trade Dak for fucking Joe Burrow, I would make that trade in a second. Last week he put up 575 yards passing. This week he threw for 466. No way. I, I mean, Joe Burrow is the fucking truth. And yesterday, I their coach has some fucking balls. So, Joe Burrow gets the ball back. They're tied. The game is tied. 31-31. and 31. Chief, uh, the, the, uh, the Bengals get the ball back with like two and a half minutes. And they had a couple big plays. And they got the ball. First and goal on, like, the two with a minute 50 left to play in the game. 
First play they run is Joe Burrow up the middle. Kansas City has two timeouts left. No gain. Second play they run. Joe Burrow up the middle. No gain. Timeout. So now, Kansas City's out of timeouts. There's like a minute 40 left in the game. Third down, the ever so important third down. If you didn't see the end of yesterday's game. Third down, they hand it off to a running back. Stop short. Clock is running. So what happens? Now they decide to go for it. Because there's still a minute 40 left in the game. They don't want to kick the ball off to Patrick Mahomes and have a minute 40 left for him to march down the field, kick a tying, you know, field goal. So they go for it. The game is already tied. They go for it. Burrow drops back, throws the ball. Defensive holding in the end zone. Automatic first down. They try again. Don't get in. Try again. Don't get in. Clock's running this whole time. Finally, they get they there was another penalty like on a third down on the and it gave an automatic first down. And now it was down to like like <laughs> cuz Cincinnati didn't have any timeouts left either. So they had to fucking and Joe Burrow got hurt. And so after the last handoff and they got the first down on the penalty, <laughs> they had to kill the clock. And they didn't kill the clock until two seconds were left, and then they finally kicked the field goal with no time left to win the game 34-31. It was crazy. That coach has some fucking balls. I thought it was stupid. He should have just kicked the field goal from the get-go. I think Washington football team should change their name to the Redskins. Like, that is totally original. I like that. Yeah, go Tigers. Yeah, I mean, Joe Burrow's the truth. Uh, the Titans beat the Dolphins. No shocker there. Let's talk about the Raiders. I don't know. Has anybody mentioned that the Raiders won yesterday? Huge win against the Colts. Keep them in playoff contention. 23-20. to 20. Damn. Thank God for Sunday ticket. That Bengals game was crazy. I got that was my national game yesterday. I was excited. I was happy that was my national game. Zach just texted Burrow is great. Too bad he'll be wasted in Cincinnati. I don't. I don't think he will. I don't think Cincinnati. Cincinnati's got some great receivers. They could be the next Chiefs, maybe. I don't think that he's going to spend his whole career there. I just. Don't, I have. I have a gut feeling that he is not going to spend the rest of his career there. All right, your next game. Wow. What day is that? 7-20. Sunday. Okay, you got an afternoon game on NBC against the Chargers. The Raiders do. That's a must-win game. It's in Las Vegas, too. So, there you go. So, the Raiders still looking good. Jaguars fucking put the Patriots put 50 on them. Jesus Christ. 
And then the the game of the year yesterday happened in New York. The J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 had a huge lead over the Buccaneers in the third quarter. They were up by like 14 or 15 points. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Antonio Brown loses his fucking mind again. The story that I'm hearing is that he is eight catches away from a $300,000 bonus. And he's saying that he's getting screwed. They're not throwing to him. They're freezing him out. And he got so mad yesterday on the sideline. If you haven't seen this, you must live in a hole somewhere. The motherfucker takes his fucking shoulder pads and jersey off, throws them against the bench, takes the T-shirt on underneath it off, throws that into the crowd, and then he runs off the field. By the way, the Bucks came back and won that. They were losing at that point in the game. They are losing to the fucking Jets. Coach Bruce Arians, after the game, it was fantastic because that was the, the number one question. He goes, all I'm going to say is A.B. is no longer a buck. Now let's talk about the guys who won the game today. Antonio Brown, now there is, I saw a video last night, and this is very, very interesting. Um, Hot Mama says he's a fucking dipshit. Now, look, I know these things because Hot Mama is a Steelers fan. Mike Tomlin, I, I, he should get some kind of award because he had to deal with this fucking crazy nut for like six years. But I don't know if he's always been this nutty. They showed a play that when he was in Pittsburgh, he went across the middle and he took such a devastating shot to his head. Major concussion he got. A lot of people are saying he's already starting to show the symptoms of CTE. Now, I I don't know if that's true or not. But he hasn't been the same player since then. And the sad part is the only way they can test for CTE is once you die. A.B. doing crazy A.B. shit to our entertainment. He's losing his mind. I love it. Tom Brady reacted with sympathy and compassion concerning A.B. I get to a degree kind of the same way with John Jones. I want to like him, but he just does stupid shift left and right that makes it hard. And Tom Brady did come out, and he said, look, A.B.'s dealing with a lot of stuff. I don't know what he's dealing with. Tom Brady put his, his neck out, you know, for this guy. He let him live with him for a while. Oh, it was from Burfacet. Yeah, okay, I remember that hit. Yeah, I, I mean, I saw it last night. I watched it again. There's no way he didn't have any damage in Pittsburgh. I don't know. Look, man, I mean, this guy, look, watching somebody in their career the way he did yesterday, to where Tony Dungy last night on Sunday Night Football was telling teams not to pick this guy up. To have Tony Dungy t- say, Tony Dungy, is the guy who got Michael Vick back in the NFL. 
Tony Dungy is a very compassionate, God-fearing man. And for him to say, don't trust this guy, that, that is a lot right there. I don't know if it's because his brain is broken. I don't know if it's because he's a super-duper prima donna. I don't know. But when you watch it, it was fucking hilarious to watch. But now, like the day after, and you think about it, you think about what it takes to get to the NFL. Think about all the hard work. And there's a lot of talent that goes in there, but there's still a lot of hard work that goes in there. Every day of your life since you were probably seven, you've been working for this goal and this dream. And he's attained it. And now he's pissing it away. It's sad. It's more sad than anything. Wasted talent from from the movie The Bronx Tale. Wasted talent. That's what this is. Antonio Brown could have been one of the greatest receivers to ever play in the NFL. And we'll never know. He will go down as a head case like Ron Artest. There's all these athletes that lose their fucking mind. Dennis Rodman. But Dennis Rodman brought it back when he won the championships with Michael. Something's going on with A.B. Hmm. Mm-mm. Douglas, you, you're allowed to be bitter for what he did to the Raiders. Because everybody knew he wanted to play for the Patriots. He wasn't going to play for the Raiders. I knew that. When he signed that deal with the Raiders, I'm like, this isn't going to work. He ain't going to get along with Gruden. And lo and behold, he didn't. They released him in training camp to where he could sign with any team. And lo and behold, look who he signed with. He signed with Tom Brady. And the Patriots. And he wasn't there long. He was there, what, a week? And Bill Belichick's like, no, I'm not putting up with this bullshit. And he was gone. So, watching a guy end his career, yeah, it's fun to watch. It's also very, very sad to watch. I mean, he just, he ended it. He, if he comes back to the NFL, I will be, I will be surprised. I will be very, very surprised if he's ever in an NFL uniform again. Uh, all right, more games yesterday. The Eagles played their way into the playoffs, which makes me sick. Way to go, Washington. Way to go, Redskins, you idiots. The Rams beat the Ravens by a point. I'll tell you what, man, the Rams are semi-legit. Broncos lost to the Chargers. Chargers got to beat the Raiders. I don't think they will. Niners beat the shit out of the Texans. You did what you're supposed to do. Unlike my beloved Dallas Cowboys, who just shit the bed yesterday. 25-22, and it wasn't that close. Cowboys defense looked decent. The offense was horrible. Ezekiel Elliott is the worst running back in the NFL. I'm just going to say it right now. The worst running back in the NFL is Ezekiel Elliott. If you put one finger on him, he falls down. He can no longer run through a tackle. As soon as you touch him, he goes down. He is anything but a weeble wobble. 
Dak fumbled. But the biggest takeaway yesterday, what was with the bullshit jerseys? We don't wear those. We wear those jerseys on Thanksgiving. When we're at home, we wear our plain white jerseys with the blue stripes on the arms and the numbers. And the pants, whatever color those goddamn pants are, silver, blue, metallic, I don't know. But that's what you wear at home. You don't change it up. You don't change it up when you're taking on a team, and it could have major playoff ramifications, which it did. We went from second seed to fourth seed. God damn it. Cowboys will play in one playoff game this year, people. I'm just telling you that. That's the truth. Cowboys can hang 50 on a shitty team, but barely get to 22 against a playoff team. Fucking unbelievable. Oh, I'm so done. And the defense is so good. Our quarterback and our number one quarterback and our number one running back are causing us to shit the bed. Along with horrible fucking calls yesterday. Yet again. A ball that should have been a fumble at the end of the game, but because the Cowboys were out of timeouts, they couldn't challenge. And it wasn't, it was right at the two minute warning, so the NFL couldn't fucking change it. Oh, I'm sickened by it. Uh, just sickened by it. Cowboys just make me sick. Thank God Yellowstone was on last night. Season finale. I'll get to that in a little bit. Fucking Cowboys. Now they got to play on Saturday against the fucking Eagles. I don't even. Who cares? Get one playoff game, lose, and go, oh, what do the Cowboys need to do for next year? Yeah, number one thing, get rid of Dak Prescott. Number two, get rid of Ezekiel Elliott. Now you've got a team. Yeah, oh, Zerline missed the kick because of those awful jerseys. You're goddamn right he did. Zerline, get his sorry ass off the team. My buddy Mark, my buddy Hutch, his name is Mark, but we all call him Hutch. Hutch, who lives up in Montana, who I've known for a long time, used to play a lot of golf with Hutch in, in, in Sacramento. He and I were texting back and forth. Kickers never miss against the Cowboys, by the way. I don't think I've ever seen a kicker miss against the Cowboys. It, when, when no, Look, the kicker is not the main problem for the Cowboys. I will say that if the kicker is the main problem, then we're not that good a team. The main problem is number four and number 21. Throw in another kicker, a, a kicker that can make some kicks. Zerline sucks. Cost us the game against Tampa Bay. He cost us yesterday because he missed one early because of the jersey situation. I found Travis says, ah, Hutch is the man. Yes, Hutch is the man. But we, we, we both agree. Kickers never miss against the Cowboys. Ever. They're always going to, I don't even know why they make them kick. Oh, you're lining up for the field goal against the Cowboys? It's good. Saints went on to beat the Panthers, 18-10. Who dat? There you go, Andrew. Who dat? See, I'm giving you love. Who dat? Seahawks put 51 up on the Lions. God damn, the Lions are bad. 
Wow. When you let an equally bad team like the Seahawks score 50 points, you are awful. And then last night's game, Green Bay wrapped up the number one seed in home field advantage through the playoffs, meaning every big playoff game will have to go to the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. Oh, Douglas, I'm so happy for your fantasy team. Oh, nothing makes my day more complete than hearing about your fantasy team. So there you go. We got the 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 Browns and the the, the Steelers tonight. Neither one of them. T- I think the Browns still have an outside outside chance. Not after they lose tonight, though. So there you go. Uh, we also had college football over the weekend. Let me find that real quick. And, uh, well, the teams that won, we knew were going to win. The college final is set. What is it, next Monday? Is that when it is? That Georgia will be playing Alabama. Now, part of me says, okay. Aldous says, always remember, no one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. They might be my pick if if the Cowboys don't make it. I'll, I'll, I'll ride the, the Bills. Oh, and, and Kyler is my quarterback. Well, I don't like you anymore, Douglas. There you go. Uh, national championship game set January 10th in Indianapolis. Georgia against Alabama. We all kind of saw this one coming. I don't know. Is it good that both teams are from the same conference? Is that good for college football? I don't know. It it is what it is. Will I watch it? Of course I'll watch it. Who am I rooting for? Happy New Year to you as well, my brother. I'm just texting this back to Jesse from JS Floors. By the way, we got lots of mail for tomorrow, and mail's always sponsored by JS Floors. So there you go. Look at that. He texted, and I give him a commercial right then and there. Best in the West. The rest, oh, God, they're bad. They are bad. You'll you'll hear how bad they are tomorrow on the show. Um, I I just don't know. I mean, Alabama kicked the shit out of Cincinnati 27-6. to Georgia did the same thing to Michigan, 34-11. to These are two of the most powerhouses. I just, look, whatever. I I think Alabama wins. It's tough to beat a team twice in college football in the same season. But when you have Nick Saban as your head coach, nothing is impossible. I can't say those two words because they're not playing A&M or Tennessee this weekend. But it sounds like Cole Fide. That's that's what's going to happen uh, on Friday, December or December tenth, whenever that is. Uh, by the way, last night was the season finale of Yellowstone. I'm not going to ruin it for anybody that recorded it. But wow. Man, oh, man, what an ending. What an ending. 
from what I understand, they already shot the next season. They've already done the next season, and I don't know when we're going to get it. It's going to be six months to a year. It'll be worth it, though. Kind of like this weekend was worth it because I watched the entire series or the, the season of Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai, badass. Not as bad as last year was the best year. I mean, because Allie came back last year. I mean, we had Elizabeth Shue back last year. It was awesome. This year was awesome, but wasn't as good as last year. Setting up, though. Setting up. It's tough to talk about these shows and not ruin shit for you. But I do it. But, yeah, that was that was good. Now, something that, that this is this is really, really sad. Let, let, let's get her song out. Let's do it. Jizzlene, 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 I'm begging you, please don't take that girl. Jizzlene, 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 Jizzlene. Please don't take her to that awful man. Your money is beyond compare with fancy cars and clothes to wear with dollar bills and stacks and stacks of green. Your smile is so frightening. Your cooch is nothing I have seen. I would never serve you to an enemy. Uh, we have news on her. Let me read your uh, what your comments are saying here. Uh, so fucking proud of Jimmy. He became a man. That was awesome last night. It, it, I finally cared about the character Jimmy last night on Yellowstone. It's the first time. And by the way, by the way, the first chick he was with, the barrel racer, compared to his new gal he found in Texas, that is such a no-brainer. The Texas girl wins that every single time. I ain't going out with that horse-faced girl from Montana. Shit, that was an easy pick for Jimmy. Uh, Andrew says, no spoilers on episode two. No, I'm not going to give anything. Aldo says, have you checked out 1883, the Yellowstone origin story? I've seen one episode so far. I like it already. I I haven't watched any of it yet. I want it to build up. I don't like, I hate Tim McGraw. I cannot stand anything that Tim McGraw does, let alone Faith Hill, the biggest hollerer next to Martina McBride in country music. They holler all their damn songs. I do love Sam Elliott, so that's the one saving grace that 1883 has. Brett says, I know nothing about Yellowstone. I got to get in on it. Fuck, how do you not know anything about Yellowstone? It's like the Sopranos with cowboy hats. We finished it last night. Can't wait for next season. But Cobra Kai, okay. I still haven't seen Breaking Bad yet. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm not giving anything. She can whoop ass. 1883 is awesome. Tim is not sexy looking. No. Never watch it. I'll hit you up. Uh, If you can get past Tim McCraw, his character is good. Okay. All right, well, I'll try. Like, like I said, let me let me build up a few episodes and I'll try. Um, Galene Maxwell or Gisleen, 
No, she did not kill herself yet this weekend, but this is out there. The headline reads, Ghislaine Maxwell will not, will not reveal details of those involved in the Epstein Child Sex Trafficking Network. And, and look, the prosecutors are saying, hey, you want a, a lighter sentence? You got to name some names. And she's not doing it. Jesus, Stackar. I've never seen Breaking Bad, Sons of Anarchy, Yellowstone, or Cobra Kai yet. Holy shit. Well, I bet you've seen all the new shit from Bollywood that came out, though. She's facing up to 65 years in prison, and I'm with you, Alicia. She's a cunt. And, and I don't know how that she can go out and say, well, I don't know any names, when she's standing right in the same picture with Prince Andrew and a 15-year-old girl that he's about to fucking stoop right in the poop chute. I'm, I'm just going to let you, th- this is my prediction. D- do I have this in my prediction sheet? Hold on, let's see. Uh, okay, I've got that. Okay, hold on. i got to add one to the, the prediction sheet here. Galene Maxwell will die in prison this year. So there you go. There's my last prediction I'm making. And I know that one's not on limp, but I'm just going to tell you this right now. She says that she's not going to name any names. So when they sentence her and she goes to a real prison and not some just dirty jail in New York, I think she's going to change her tune. I think she's going to see how bad prison is compared to what she was in. And after the first or second time she gets fucking raped in this prison... Because she better ask for protective custody because she's being thrown in there as a child fucking toucher. Women hate them just as much as the men do. They're still the number one targets in there. She's going to see this. She's going to say she's going to cooperate with federal prosecutors. And then the next day, we're going to see her dead. She suicided herself by hanging herself twice. Prosecutor will ensure her prison life is hell until she gives names. I hope so, V. Coop. I really do. But she's saying she's not going to say names. Her brother says she's not going to say names because she's innocent. She She's not innocent. It, all you got to do is see this one picture with Prince Andrew. And everybody's seen that damn picture with her and Prince Andrew. She knew what was going on. And she's going she she's going to get she's going to get stabbed in prison. In the women's prisons, they hate the trans more than the chomos. Okay. But I saw that story, and it just kind of killed my buzz for the weekend. I was, I was kind of bummed out that she's not going to say anything. Fucking bitch.
But then my weekend was made. Child molesters, chomos. Man, oh man, for New Year's, did we have some fucking rocking going on. <laughs> so I guess Don Lemon was, was at the big New Year's Eve party for a... Uh, Or whatchamacallit, for, for CNN. Has Hillary released a statement on this yet? No. No, Hillary's staying away from this. All right, so Don Lemon was out and about. Um, during the New Year's Eve live celebration. And Don Lemon got good and hammered. Oh, and it, oh, and they let him on TV. You ready? You, you, you ready? Here you I, I, I share everything. Yeah. I, don't, I don't give a... What do you think about me? What do you think about I don't care. I'm a grown-ass man. Yeah. I don't care what you think about me. Yeah. I'm alive. I am what I am. I'm a grown, successful black man who a lot of people hate because then I used uh. to people seeing me and people like me in a position that, that I am. To be able to share what I my point of view on television, it freaks people out and you know what you can kiss my behind i do not care i don't care i really don't what care i have one life and what this is who i am and I, I feel very um drunk blessed and honored to be in this position yeah to be able to do this yeah. so all the hate i get it's motivation to me bring it i don't care the only thing I- wow that's not the that, that that's not the correct way about doing it, with a drink in your hand in New Orleans celebrating New Year's, being hammered. Oh, I don't care. Oh, black pe- people are afraid of me. No, I'm not afraid of you. I I'm not afraid of your points of view. I think you're an awful broadcaster. I think you're a one-sided, one-trick pony. That's all you are. And you're not very good. But see, here's the thing. I thought for sure Betty White was a distraction <laughs> for Hillary to get Gisling. Um, He fills so many boxes. I, I'm going to let you in on a little secret here. Especially in the broadcasting world. Maybe not so much for CNN. But if this was a local station on public airwaves, Don Lemon could pretty much do whatever he wants. He could probably flop his cock out on TV if this was a local TV show. But he's on CNN. He doesn't have to worry about the FCC regulating because he's on cable. Okay, But the one practice that everybody looks at is hiring. The practice of who you hire. And how many boxes you can fill. CNN, look, he's an MVP at CNN. He's not any good, but he's a minority. He's openly gay. Two gigantic boxes. And when I say gay, box might not be the right word to use. But he checks off two important boxes there. They can go, look how diversified we are. We have a gay black man on the air for us. He's safe. 
I used to joke with Chris Payne. Chris Payne uh, was working at the radio station I was working at. I think this was in Reno at the time. So this was a long time ago. I said, dude, you are the, I'm like, you're the safest guy here. He goes, why do you say that? I said, because you're Mexican working at a radio station. And it's not racism. It's, not, it's, it's what has happened to our country. You don't hire any more the best possible candidates for the job. You hire now based on the best capability of checking off the boxes. That's all it is. And I'm not saying that about Chris because he and I aren't friends anymore. Chris was the best person for that job. I will say this right now. Any job openings in radio in America today, Chris Payne is the best choice. And I don't care if it's in Timbuktu, Indiana, or if it's in New York City. New York City! Chris Payne is the best possible candidate for whatever job it is. If it's rock radio, if it's fucking alternative, he is the best pick. There's nobody in this country better. And you can say that he's Hispanic and check that box off too. That's what it is. The qualifications are identity and not being a white man. Being a white man won't get you anywhere in this country anymore. I'm fine with that. Hey, whatever. That's the game you want to play. That's the game you want to play. So Don Lemon comes up and shows his ass off on TV. Now, and I don't think anything will happen to him. But then there's Andy Cohen. Oh, Andy Cohen, the guy who has produced and made every Real Housewife show there is on Bravo. Super openly gay, has hosted the New Year's Eve show with Anderson Cooper for the last, I don't know, four or five years. And he was drunk as an idiot this weekend. Oh, come on. You got to give it to me here. Come on. Play the video. I don't want that. I, I just want, I want the damn video of it. No, I can't read it. Oh, here we go. Here's the video. Oh, this is so good. Oh, this is an ad first, so we ain't gonna take. We ain't gonna listen to the ad. Um, this is so funny. He's talking about the mayor of New York. Why is it not playing? <laughs> happy New Year! Cheers! We want to wish you all happy a New Year, happy everybody. New Year. 2022, don't you feel cleansed? Cheers. Let's I hope do this, this is a, a, a great little mini shot. Advance. Shit house. Let me tell you something. <laughs> oh, please. Tell us something, Andy. Watching Mayor de Blasio. <laughs> don't go on a rant. Do his don't go on a rant. victory lap dance. <laughs> After four years <laughs> of the, the crappiest term as the mayor of New York, the That's only thing the that Democrats and Republicans can That's agree how, on I mean, is, is what how, a horrible mayor he has he, been. Wow. So sayonara, sucker. Wow. 2022. I mean, it's a new year. Because guess what? I have a feeling of which, I'm going to be standing right here which. next year. And you know who I'm not going to be looking at? 
dancing as the city comes aboard you. Look, Eric, Eric Adams, Adams is, is being sworn, sworn in, sworn in. Right, as we speak. Is, let's is this happening let's right now? Yes! As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. once oh, said, we gotta watch the, whole thing. the ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands in times of challenge and controversy. Is this usually when we they are do facing it? facing challenges. However, tonight we will swear in the 110th mayor. Come on, give me back to Andy. I want to go back to Andy. Because he says, so. oh, it, it doesn't, it's just a blast. And I would faithfully discharge the duties. He says something about Anderson Cooper and how it's a known fact that he likes food Safe in the and- bedroom. Now they're going to talk about Betty White. Oh, God damn, this ought to be good. And uh, it's festive. There's a lot of police officers here. They're Listen, all in a good mood. Everybody seems to be in a very happy mood. It is about to be much more festive because we're going to raise our first class of the night. Oh, this but is first, sober, we need Andy. to pay tribute to the great Betty White who yeah. passed away today at the uh, age 99 years old. January 17th was going to be her 100th birthday. I mean, what an incredible, incredible person, an incredible life and career. First lady of television, started on TV in 1939. And what did you just tell me? I I don't like this at all. Yeah, I I wish I could find that clip where he talks about Anderson Cooper, well known for liking food in the bedroom. (laughs) Anderson Cooper looks at him like, what did you just say? You drunk fucking idiot. Oh, that was so fantastic. Hey, great job, CNN. Great job allowing drunkies on your broadcast. Hell, we even knew better than that 20 years ago in radio. Who is running CNN? Uh, Let's put the drunkest guy in America on TV tonight. Well, who's that going to be? Well, it's either Don or it's fucking... It's Andy. Oh, man. God damn. Andy Cohen, you are my spirit animal. By the way, I hear that saying spirit animal now is cultural appropriation, so that means you're going to hear it a lot more from me. Cultural appropriation. Kiss my fucking fat ass. Oh, my God. That was so good. Andy Cohen is hating on de Blasio. I love it. I half expected him to say, bye, Felicia. The best part is Cooper not knowing what the fuck to do. He is so caught off guard. Did Anderson Cooper not have friends growing up? I can't think that he ever had friends growing up because he looks so uncomfortable. And he's not an actor. He's not even a good news guy anymore. But he's just standing there like, fuck, Andy, you're going to get us in trouble. Yep, yeah, that's what's going to happen. I think Andy Cohen's saving grace is Don Lemon. Don Lemon fucking up as bad as he did in fucking New Orleans. Yeah, I, I, I think Andy's going to get away with one here. And I, I look, look, truth be told, I got to say, I kind of like Andy Cohen. I, I, I think he's a, 
a smart guy. He's produced some great shows, and he's a likable guy. I mean, he's nuttier than fucking squirrel shit at Thanksgiving, but goddamn. Where is Morgan Freeman to say, old Andy was at it again? Oh, that was good stuff. Uh, All right, a few more stories here, and then we'll take a break. Kim Jong-un, this this is... (laughs) Can't make this shit up. Kim Jong-un came out. Oh, he was speaking at the end of a key ruling party meeting. And he has said that it is our goal to focus on feeding North Korea this year. (laughs) You know, other countries worry about the economy. Some people worry about migrants coming there. Kim Jong-un's most fucking important task this year is feeding his people. How bad is that? This is a guy who has a nuclear program, and his biggest problem is feeding his own people. I bet, you know what, let me just say this right now. Do not let this man see the movie, the last Avengers movie. And I'll tell you why. Because the motherfucker's going to buy a big-ass glove. He's going to snap his fingers, and they're going to take half of North Korea's population. They're going to take half of them, and they're going to throw them in the fucking wood chippers, and then that's what they're going to feed the next generation of North Koreans. He's going to wipe out half their fucking population and feed the other half to them. This guy's crazy. Well, we want to develop, we want to work on our science issues here in North Korea. We want to work on on this, that. No, no, we just want to work on feeding our people. You can't even figure it out? Do you not own a pantry? Oh, that's right. Nobody over there does. How about this? How about you being such a slack-jawed motherfucker? And how about you agree to work with some countries? And then, because, see, China ain't giving you enough. These other countries, in turn, may actually send your people food. If that's what you want so bad. (laughs) That's Joe's campaign slogan. Biden 2024. At least I'm not King Jong-un. <laughs> Kamala B, who's that? I mean, poor Kamala. She, uh, like, don't give her math. Um, we're looking at over 220 million Americans who just in the last several months died. No, no, that, that, that's anything but true. I don't know who I'd rather be leading the band, if you will. Kamala or Kim Jong-un? I think I like Kim Jong-un more because he kills people pretty cool. Like, he took an anti-tank gun, one of them rocket launchers, and he had the military shoot it at one of his traitors. Something that's supposed to take out a tank can take out a human a lot quicker. 
goddamn North Korea. Bunch of damn fools. Damn fools. You want to talk about a damn fool, I'll tell you who a damn fool is. Judge down there in Cajun country. A Louisiana judge. (laughs) Michelle Odinette has offered her resignation from the Lafayette City Court and says she is taking full responsibility for the hurtful words she used to describe an individual who burglarized vehicles at her home. She didn't call him a burglar because a burglar is one that burgles. No, no, no. The video uh, cost her a job, appeared to be recorded on a cell phone as members of the family could be heard watching home surveillance footage on a TV screen. A female voice is heard describing the suspect using the ever-so-popular N-word. How dare you! I, I know, right? And then comparing him to a roach. Now, all I saw was the headline. Now, let's talk. Let us talk real quick. She's calling the police. After more than 100 complaints have been filed with the Louisiana Judiciary Committee, when she saw people breaking into her cars out in front of her house, she described them with the N-word. It's caught on tape because her family was taping the whole thing, or somebody did. Is that right of her to use the word? No. And you remember they did this to Paula Dean too. Paula Dean, they asked her, have you ever said the N-word? And she wasn't going to lie. She said, yes, I have. She then went on to say, oh, it was when I was a little girl. Because there was a bunch of racist stuff going on at one of her restaurants. Um. Does this gal deserve to be fired? She deserves to be fired because she's stupid. If you see a camera around, I mean, look, look. This is the weird part. Like, for people my age and a little bit younger, we didn't have cell phones until our mid to late 20s. We didn't have camera phones till even after that. It's this day and age that we live in right now. And I'm seeing it more and more with a bunch more Karen videos and things like that. There are a couple guys that were doing like a a TikTok video about making lobster rolls. And they were in some kind of like, you know, school parking lot doing it out of the back of their truck. And some lady walked up on them, told them to move. She didn't live there. It was a school. But she had to get involved in their shit. This is the world that we have created. That we say to these people, it's okay to come and accost us. Because the two gentlemen that were making the lobster rolls, they asked the woman, said, do, do you own this property? And at first she said yes. And he, the guy questioned her again. She's like, uh, uh. as she starts to walk away, she goes to the front of the truck. Because the guys are picking up their stuff and moving it because she asked them to move. And they didn't want any problems. But she kept just fucking berating them left and right. So they got to put everything in the car, everything that they've made, these lobster rolls. 
this lady, when she gets done talking, she walks to the front door. She opens the door illegally, and she reaches in, and she dumps the whole tray of sandwiches. Now, I'll tell you this right now. If that happened when I was growing up at 15 or 16 years old, these guys were older than that. But if that would have happened, that lady probably would have had sandwich all over her because we would have covered that bitch with the sandwich. I love this new idea, this new idea out there that it is you can do whatever the fuck you want as long as you're not white. Should this gal be a judge or not over the use of one word? Look what we did to this Morgan Whalen fella, who, who by the way, is selling out concerts uh, everywhere in this country. Because his fans, once again, when I asked the question, you know, when he came out and apologized, I said, who's he apologizing to? Let, 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 let's just be real for some, just for a fucking minute here, can we? Let's just be real. Now, possibly she used the hard R ending on this. And as a judge, you should know better, especially if you see a camera anywhere around you or you know that you're being recorded. If you called 911 and you used the word, that's stupidity. All right, can you please discuss lobster rolls in more detail? Those are so good. They're too fucking expensive, though. I mean, lobster rolls are delicious, but goddamn, $17 for one? That's a sandwich. I went to a fucking Jersey Mike's last night. No way that sandwich cost $17, and it was still fucking good as shit. I don't know how much more America in general can stand the good-for-me-and-not-for-thee mentality when it comes to these things. Whether it becomes... Wearing a mask while you're in public or not wearing a mask. I want to dive way all the way down to the N-word. I'll say it again. I've said it on this show a bunch of times, and I'm sure you're tired of hearing about it. I don't care. If the N-word is truly so caustic and so bad and it hurts so many people, how about... We just get rid of it out of every lexicon. There's a problem. Black people say, well, that's our word. Well, it is a word to describe that was brought up during the slave era. If you look at the definition of the word, it has changed. The original definition, according to Merriam-Webster, of the N-word is... A dank, lazy person. That's what the definition was. Now, it's no longer that. And I understand why. I I totally get it. I don't want to go around saying it if it's going to hurt people's feelings. But if their feelings are getting hurt because I'm doing something and based on the color of my skin that I shouldn't be, isn't that the definition of racism? And this isn't me trying to just get a pass to say the N-word. Morgan Whalen, as as a new country artist, isn't half bad, like I said. 
but they he did not ruin he he should not have been this severely punished when he was out in front of his house one night drunk saying get my n word soft a no hard er on that home get my n word home He's been banned from, like, the the CMAs or the ACMs or whatever. Yet his concerts are still selling out, so I guess people are okay with that. It's very fascinating to watch. But this gal, the judge, she she turned in her resignation. Otherwise, she was going to get fired. I'm all for freedom of speech, and you can say what you want. Sure, it's in bad taste, but I'm not going to censor anyone. And nor nor will I, but here's the thing. I will not say that word on the air. I'll do my best not to say that word on the air. And I'm not promising that I won't say it, but I'm, I'm, I'm... I've done pretty well so far. Because I truly want to believe the family members of people that say, well, being called the the N-word is very, very bad, and we don't use it even in our lexicon. I get it, and I, I would never use that word around those people. Those people. But it's like watching what happens when it comes to that word, that one stupid word, divides us as a people like nothing else. Also, my lucky nard. We sure he wasn't talking about Chris Negar? No, he was not. He was, she was she. The judge is a female, which makes it even hotter that she's cursing. Uh, no, she was not talking about Chris Negar. Chris Nagar was not trying to break into her home. At least I don't think he was. Of course, the head of the NAACP there in Lafayette, Louisiana, has called for additional investigations into all of the cases she handled for any potential prejudice or bias against people of color. At least the N-word is gender neutral. (laughs) That's just fucking funny right there. Oh, all right. Now our final story here in the second movement of this show. Congratulations, California. After the last couple weeks, California is now out of exceptional drought after this weekend's storm. How great is that? California, you have what we call water. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that truly amazing? That after one weekend, one glorious weekend of snow dumping all through the Sierras, that you can claim you are now out of drought.
Uh, I'm not buying it. The state's going to fucking shovel all that and fucking send it down to L.A. But, 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 but climate change, we need to raise taxes to stop climate change. Fred says, we watched Django uh, New Year's Eve. I can't stop laughing at Sam Jackson asking, why is that blank on a nag? And by the way, how long is this going to be good for? Because we're not even in the wet season of the year yet. So does that mean all the lakes are going to flood now that the, the, the drought is over? Aldo says, we have water. It's just managed horribly by dipshits. Yeah. So, yes, California no longer in a drought. Congratulations, California. You ain't got to do it anymore. You ain't got to restrict people, even though you will, because that's the Californian way of doing things. The government's way, not the people. I'm not going to talk bad about the people of California. Talk bad about the politics of California. Uh, they've already let Folsom Dam out uh, and water out. Okay, I understand it's expensive, but why not use the uh, desalination process to clean up the salt water and use it? That would also keep the ocean level safe because yeah, nobody's that smart, honestly. And, by the way, they're going to make more money by sending it to Southern California. Hangtown Jen says, funny, just one storm solved all of our drought problems. I know, right? Isn't that kind of weird? Then she says, I'm thinking by June we'll be in a drought again. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Southern California is getting a lot of that water. And you know what's so funny? And this is the funny part to me. Southern California gets all that water, and then they get their rainy season usually in about the springtime. And what do we always hear about? Mudslides. Why? Because the ground's too wet. Once again, nobody's happy with the weather. Nobody's ever happy with the weather. Except the weatherman, because the weatherman's a fucking idiot. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write me. And tomorrow we will be doing listener mail. Today we are doing soundtracks. We'll do them again tomorrow. Here you go from the Beatles movie um, yesterday. And it's a cover. When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be. And in my hour of darkness, she is standing right in front of me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be. broken hearted people 
1-855-357-FANS or 775-376-EASY-EASY. All right, sound, uh, Soundtrack Week continues here on the Arnie State Show. Uh, that was uh, Himesh Patel. He uh, was the star of the movie yesterday. It was a, a, a world where the Beatles didn't exist, and he just took all their songs, and they were still hits. I don't know, but yeah, it, great version of Let It Be, though. Uh, of course, we have uh, Mr. Mr. Soundtrack himself, Kenny Loggins, doing the, the title cut from Footloose. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. The third song was Alanis Morissette, Uninvited. And th- now you're probably going, why would you play something like that? Well, that, that, there, there's a reason. I saw an ad or something that was mentioning that movie, City of Angels, with Nicolas Cage and Meg Ryan. If you ever seen this movie, have you ever seen it? You ain't seen it? It's about an angel. Nicholas Payton, okay, first of all, you have to fucking really, really lose yourself to believe that Nicholas Cage will be an angel. Uh, Douglas says, is that a good movie? The Yesterday movie? It's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, I needed the third one to slow me down after dancing my father's ass off to Footloose. You needed a break. Yeah, that was Alanis Morissette. You're uninvited from City of Angels. Now, now, if you've ever seen the movie, it's about an angel, Nick Cage, comes to Earth, and he wants to become an Earthling, meaning up he's going to give up the ability to fly, to, to glide through people, to, to just fucking not be an angel. He's going to give that up. Because he meets Meg Ryan, and she plays a doctor. That's right, a lady doctor. <laughs> v. Coop, don't get ahead of me here, because that's my biggest problem with this fucking movie. I've got a lot of problems with this movie. So Nicolas Cage then, poof. And if you haven't seen it, spoiler alerts, it's fucking 30 years old. It's in San Francisco. And poof, he becomes a human being, meaning he ain't an angel no more. Now, you can see angels when they want you to see them. And the angels are like, man, you're a stupid fuck. He's like, man, I just want to I, I be in love with Meg Ryan. And it shows a scene where he goes to the marketplace and he gets a pear. Now, come on. Come on. Hey, look, 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 look. Let's just make the movie right. Get a peach. Peach looks like a vagina. You've talked about it in movies before. We're, oh, you're a peach. I could eat a peach all day. Just eat the damn peach in the damn movie. But that ain't what I'm pissed off about. What I'm pissed off about is this. No, it's in L.A., hence the city of angels. It can't be in L.A. Because they, they go to Tahoe. They're up in Lake Tahoe. Okay, this is now I'm starting to get worked up about this fucking movie. So he's in the shower after they had a night of fucking getting it on. Little doing a pop, pop. So she goes, she rides her damn bicycle to the store. He's showering. He's smelling everything and touching everything because angels can't smell or touch. She's riding her little bicycle back. Right there on the main fucking, I, I don't know what the number is. What, what, what is it, Mount Rose Highway? That, that You take the Mount Rose Highway up and you hit what, whatever that is to go into South Lake. She's riding a bicycle on that road, in the middle of the road. Okay, first of all, that ain't going to happen. Secondly, she gets hit by a truck 
She gets hit by a logging truck. When have you ever seen a logging truck in Lake Tahoe? They don't do logging in Lake Tahoe. Jesus, the Sierra Club would be all over them. A logging truck in the middle of Lake Tahoe. And a broad riding her bicycle right in the middle of a major thoroughfare. There's a doctor. It takes place in L.A. I just Googled it. Well, that's bullshit. You don't, you don't leave L.A. to go to Lake Tahoe. You go to Lake Arrowhead. Oh, it is Tahoe because remember, da, 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 da. He, he's, he's looking for a ride, and he, he hitches a ride with a truck driver, and he keeps saying, Tahoe, Tahoe, Tahoe. Oh, it's Tahoe. Oh, I know it's Tahoe. Let me just tell you, it's Tahoe. And you know what they don't have in Lake Tahoe? Logging trucks. Well, he says, I can believe the bike riding. We've done that before with little beach cruisers, but on the sidewalks. Well, then you can't buy the bicycling because she's in the middle of the main thoroughfare. She ain't on the damn sidewalks. She's just riding along. And then here comes this big fucking evil logging truck that fucking runs Megan Ryan over. God damn, that movie's dumb. Who would give up being an angel for Meg Ryan? I'm on. For Meghan Markle, sure. People give up. Is, is it the name? Did we figure out why Harry did it? Because maybe everybody with the name of Meghan has a magical pussy? <laughs> Thinking this might be a YouTube clip titled Arnie Loses It Over 30-Year-Old Shitty Meg Ryan Movie. Amen. Nothing pisses me off. You can't have a logging truck in Lake Tahoe. Come on. Those fucking loggers, they killed her. Shut up. Uh, All right, there are a lot of fucking stories out there. I don't have a lot of them, thank God. I just have this one today. Things that make your 2022 look better. Mount Rushmore, Magical Megan Pussy. Granted, I have never seen the movie. <laughs> we got we do, we do have to have a Mount Rushmore for this week. Uh, it came out in 88, or 98, so only 25 years old. Shut up, Douglas. Fucking red pen. Fucking ass. Jeez. Uh, they say the, the new year might be a time for you to get a new job, and they give you the signs you should probably quit your job. All right, here we go. Sign number one, you're not learning. They go on to say, if you're not learning any new skills or feel stagnant in your current position, then it's probably time for a change. What, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Who wrote this? What, 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 what nincompoop run this, wrote this? What if you're the head of neurosurgery? That's going to get stagnant because there's nobody better than you. You're the go-to guy. That's going to get stagnant? I don't think so. Maybe you get a little bored with it. Oh, got another fucking brain surgery today. I'll handle it. You know, I'm thinking about quitting. 
Ooh, in honor of A.B., Mount Rushmore of Quitters. Famous cool Barry Sanders could be in there. Ooh, I like that. That's not too bad. Wasted Talent. Oh, yeah, Wasted Talent. Wasted Talent. I like that. I'll get to work on that then today. So, yeah, you're not learning anymore. I'm not learning anymore. This is a stagnant job. I think I'll leave my job as a brain surgeon to become a barista in the ever-so-glamorizing, changing world of coffee. Shut up. Next sign they say is you question the integrity. Uh, one of the clear signs you might you should quit your job is when it becomes a low integrity environment. Well, yeah, I mean if if you're used to like you know I don't know working at a grocery store, and then all of a sudden you're slinging cocaine, yeah, it might be time to quit. <laughs> the job loses it, <laughs> the integrity, huh? Hey, uh, don't worry about <laughs> you work at Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> Don't worry about putting the, uh, the the towels away. We have some human trafficked children that we need to put out. Wow, this place has lost a lot of their integrity. <laughs> Ooh, Roberto Duran. Okay, all right. Let's see what other genius. You're missing out on promotions. Are you, though? I mean, are, are you really missing out on promotions? Because you know what promotions usually mean, right? means more work, more responsibility. Sure, more pay, that's nice and everything. But if you kind of got it down to what you're doing to a science, why do you want to mess that up and go to manager? You're going to fuck that up. You're going to find out about the integrity of the place. Holy shit, I had no idea we were selling human traffic children here at Bed Bath and whatever. I should have never become a manager. You realize your peers and colleagues are getting promotions and you're not. Well, it could be because you're a shitty worker. Hey, I, I mean, honestly, if they want to blame just the good old boy system of why you're not getting pa- why you're getting passed over, that's weak, man. You gotta own that shit. Unless, of course, you work at a family company, then it's total nepotism, and then you have nothing to say. You're on high alert. You're persistently in a state of fear of angering someone or doing a task incorrectly. Well, you're, you're a timid house cat at work? I'd l- l- let me just tell you something. I, I, let, I'm just going to tell you the truth, the way I live my life and the way I've done my career. I have never been afraid to fail. Never. I have failed plenty of times. Plenty of jokes that, that fucking just shit the bed. I don't know who said it best, but... The phrase is, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Don't be afraid to fail. If I can give you any kind of, of, of kind of pep talk today or get you into 2022, don't be afraid to fail. 
you have to learn from it. You can't just continue to keep failing. That's what this thing sound, sounds like. You're on high alert because you're a fucking loser. And you just take that every time. Oh, I'll do better next time. And then you don't do better. As much as I hate failing, failing will help you so much more than, than winning every single time. Doesn't mean I like to fail. Doesn't mean I like to lose. Because I don't. Because I don't want to learn anymore. Failure brings out winners. Yes, it does. I mean, honestly, if, if, if you want to go around being afraid of the whole world all the time and afraid of not putting your shit out there, then f- don't do it. If it scares you that much, then you know why? Because you know you're not built for success. Let it out there. Look, I don't think uh, from the <clears> – <throat> when I started doing the jokes of the day on TikTok, started off slow, and then all of a sudden it bloomed up, and – you know, I don't have millions of followers yet, but I'm at, what, 68,000? They took my other account away from me when I was at, like, 60,000. So I've gotten to 100,000 people. But this new feature I'm doing, the the famous, uh, what was it, uh, Camel Toe, I don't think it's going to take off. It, nobody's really commenting that much on it now. I mean, it's it, a little bit. But, hey, I'm going to keep going, and if it's something that doesn't work, then, hey, I tried and I failed. Move on. Stop. I, I hate this. You're on high alert. Fuck you. Uh, let's see. They say you should quit your job if you feel lingering effects. You, you, you work in the nuclear science project or something? When your job is costing you your relationships, health, social life, or overall well-being. Well, I got a lot to say about that one. Um, When your job. What if it's your career? Because I will tell you this right now. Radio costs me relationships. It costs me health. It improved my social life. And my overall well-being? Eh. Some could say it was better, some some could say it was worse, but that was my career. The lingering effects. This has really become a soft society, hasn't it? When your job is costing you friends. Well, they aren't your real friends, and if you've got to work and they can't understand you have to work, then what's wrong with them? I had a friend get mad at me for like two years, and I understood it. I got it. He and I are now great terms, great things, due to the fact that he was flying into a town, and I had tickets to fly into that town and go to a hockey game and sit in a luxury box. But it just so happened to be we were doing a promotion for Seattle's kids working in Seattle, and there was no way I could miss it. So I had to bail on that trip, and my friend got mad at me, and I was like, all right, well, you just don't get what I do. Don't let other people ruin your career. Don't let other people take that shit out. Oh, it's costing you this. Really? But you found a career. You found something you love doing. I don't like this list at all. This next one, this is a great reason. You're just not that good at it. Yeah, you should probably quit then or get better at it. How do you not get better at your job? 
Like, like I've never figured, and, and believe me, I know it happens. I know that people are in their jobs and they suck at their jobs and they never get any better at it. I don't understand how you keep being hired or you keep your job. You're not that good. Boy, that's a weak-ass excuse. I'm, I, I'm not very good at this job. That's why I'm going to quit. Huh? You're not getting any time off. Wow, man, we are a soft country. This is one of my favorite things about when I uh, went to dog shit and jerk off in the afternoon. Um, they didn't realize that what we were trying to build there was probably going to, if it turned out, if it would have turned out, it probably would have replaced a certain show on that station in a different time slot because that's what they wanted. And the main reason why they wanted that is because if the dog shit and jerk off show with Arnie would have been successful, they would have moved it to another part in the day and the show wouldn't cost near as much as it did. The problem is the show never got there. The show never got to be good because two of the hosts, I won't mention any names, dog shit and jerk off, were not willing to do the work. Now, when you start a new radio show or a new broadcasting show, the last thing that you ever worry about is being off. You want to be on all the time. That way people will be listening to you. People want to be listening to you. But those two idiots couldn't figure that out. Or the head idiot, the dog, if you will, shit, figured it out and figured that he was going to get more pay at a different company for doing the morning show. I'm sure he got more money, but he never has ever seen a fucking bonus in his life. All because they wanted time off. Oh, it's not fair that the morning show gets eight weeks off every year paid. Sure isn't. You know why it's not fair? It's because I busted my ass to fucking get there. I think they, they, do you think companies just hand out eight weeks of vacation paid? The answer is no. Of course not. I earned all that. The people who worked on that show with me earned that time off. When I when I moved to dog shit and jerk off, I didn't take time off until I was fired from the Reno station. I worked for two and a half years straight. Two and a half years straight, no vacations. Maybe a day off here and there. But I didn't take time off until the Reno station let me go. Or were forced to let me go because somebody told them to. But those two idiots, they didn't realize that. They didn't realize that you don't take time off. No, no, they got to get theirs. That was the thing I hated the most. They didn't understand that. 
other reasons to quit your job. Your company's future looks bleak. <laughs> Boy, if you need a story for that, <laughs> if you need Fox Business News to tell you that, you're too fucking stupid. That'd be like saying, you might get fired if you don't bathe before you ever come in. Yeah, that's going to happen. Your company's future looks bleak. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to ride it out, though. No, no, we aren't. I feel like this list has two extremes going on here. If my job is hurting me and my relationships and I don't like the way those affect are uh, taking a toll... I'm going to make some changes, but that's on me. Exactly. See, this is the, this is why you're a winner, Alicia. You're a winner. Because it comes down to you. It doesn't come down if your, your, your company's future looks bleak. If other people are upset, oh, I don't get to see anymore because you're working. Well, too fucking bad. You're building something. You're building a career. When you build a career, it's so much better than just working a job. You actually know what you're doing, and you're good at it. It's all that matters. It's all that matters there. So this this first story of 2022 from Fox Business News sucks. Oh, if you're not getting enough time off, quit. You fucking idiot. There wouldn't be a radio industry if that was the case. Now, I saw this story, and I finally figured something out. I think I figured out atheists and uh, the other ones, agnostics. Atheists are the ones that uh, agnostics don't know what's going on, and atheists say there's no God. So now Christians have come out uh, to point to genetic breakthroughs to show that Adam and Eve are not incompatible with evolution. I'm not even going to read the story. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to tell you right now. I don't like atheist people because they always tell me I'm wrong. Okay? When it comes to my belief system. This is why people don't like Christians. Because you keep trying to ram it down everybody's throat. And hey, more power to you. You believe what you believe. I'm not saying what you believe is correct, and I'm not saying it's wrong. Okay? Let's just get all that hammered out right there. Who am I to tell you what to believe in? This is a big epiphany I had about 15 years ago. Who am I to tell you about religion? Because to me, religion and spirituality is the most personal thing that you can have, that you can choose to have. Who am I to tell you what you should and shouldn't believe in? To me, that's rude. And I understand why atheist people hate Christians so much is because they try to, or any religion, because that's the religion's first job is to rub it down your throat. The second job is to try to retrieve all the money they can from you. Hashtag Joel Olstein.
Just stop. If you know somebody who's agnostic or, or atheist, more power to them. That's their system, man. That, that, that's the way they want to believe that there's nothing up then okay. And I'm not going to give you the Christians, well, you're going to be sorry when you die. I don't know. And that's the other thing. How, do we, how does anybody know who's right? Is it God, the Father of Jesus, running the heavens? Is it Allah with all the virgins? Is it whoever the fish believe in running the world? I don't know. And nobody on this planet will ever know. That's what makes me the maddest. When people go around talking about, you know, know, shitting all over religion, I just want to look at them and go, how do you know? You don't have the science backing it. You don't. And by the way, scientists have been wrong. Zach texted, my favorite Christians are the ones who just got out of rehab and tell you all the faults in your life because you don't believe like them. You can say Christians, you can say anybody there. Give the ones who just got out of rehab, give them a couple months. I'm not saying they're going to go back and be doing drugs, but this is what happened. Let me let, me let you in on a little thing. Um, oh, God damn it. What was I going to say there? Oh, I lost my train of thought. Dang it. Let's see. Tell you it's your fault in life because you don't believe like that. I, I don't care if anybody believes like like that's the whole thing. It's it, this is what it comes down to. If you think somebody's religion is weird or saying they have tied so much of their identity into that into that church that when you question them, they attack because a, a, an attack on the church is an attack on you. I've never looked at it that way. Church is great and everything. You want to go and you want to dress up and you want to meet hot girls, whatever. Yeah, go to church. Your spirituality is between you and whatever your higher power is. Whether it's God, whether it's Jesus, whether it's a lamp. I don't care what it is. That, to me, is what religion and spirituality is, is that walk that you have with your higher power. And it's not because of some book that man wrote telling you so. I choose, I choose to believe in a book that was written by man. Everybody gets so worked up over it. I don't get worked up over it anymore. Oh, what I was going to say about the rehabs and things like that is Get a lot of new Christians out of rehab because they are now taking their addiction of alcohol or drugs and they're replacing it with Jesus in church. That's what they're doing. I've seen it done firsthand. So there you go. So Christians say the evolution could work out and we still had Adam and Eve. It's the main thing. I, I, I just want to say we still have Adam and Eve. 
Now, I've not read this story yet. I just saw the headline, so here we go. Uh, Bride is left furious after her sister tried to ruin her wedding by sharing a trusted secret secret with her new husband. Oh, my. The bride named Abby said at the wedding reception her sister, Cherie, told her new husband that she had slept with his then-married cousin, who is also his best friend, only weeks before the pair started dating. I already don't understand what the holdup is here. Uh, Abby, 37, said two weeks before she met her now husband, Jamie, she had an alcohol-fueled one-night stand with his cousin, Nick, who vowed to keep his mouth shut as he was married at the time. So the gal had sex with a married guy. Okay. She was single. He was married. And by the way, I don't care if she knew or not knew. Uh, this is on the husband. Yeah, th- th- this is th- th- this is on whoever. Uh-uh, no, this ain't on her because she didn't even know this guy. She fell in love with this guy after she, she porked his fucking cousin, so what? She good in bed? Well, you better fucking thank your damn cousin for that shit. Jamie and Abby kept their wedding low-key as they had both been married before. She thought of nothing of it when, and leading up to the wedding, Cherie asked to say a few words. Her toast went off without a hitch. However, Abby saw Cherie lean in and whisper something to her husband. Oh, my. I could see him practically go white, and I had no idea what she said to him. I leaned over to kiss him, and he smiled, so I thought nothing more of it. He said, is it true you slept with Nick before we met? I was absolutely gobsmacked. So what was uh, Sherry must have told him, but why? I burst into tears and, and confessed. The couple talked it through for what seemed like hours and resolved it out to the past behind them and focus on their marriage. Why did this take hours to talk out? If I'm that chick, and dude comes up to me and goes, hey, did you bang my cousin before we started dating? I'd be like, fuck yeah, I did. And you saw how well that was going because I met you a few weeks later. If he would have been giving me the deep dicking, you wouldn't even be a thing here. See, these are these questions. Y'all don't believe this shit happens and this shit happens. People will ask you, how many people have you been with? You fucking leave the room. It ain't nobody's business but yours. And if you want to share that business with your significant other, more power to you. But let me heed you a warning. It will never end up well for the dude. I I don't know. I'm just (laughs) so dumb. She had sex with a guy before she met her her now husband. Like, if she had sex with him 
the night after her first date with the husband, then you could say something. This is years before she even meets the first husband. I mean, what the fuck? Well, she was having an, a, a marital affair. No, she wasn't having a marital affair. She wasn't married at the time. That was a doctor. That's on him. That's bullshit. I, I just got to say that story right there is bullshit. And by the way, the sister didn't ruin the wedding. I, I'll, 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 I'll tell you this. Yeah, probably not the best move to invite her. I mean, I know that you have to because the wife doesn't know. Soon-to-be wife doesn't know. <laughs> Sister needs a good old-fashioned ass-whooping. Sounds like she wants the husband's dick. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, all right, what do we got here? Oh, I, I've been waiting for one of these to happen. This is this is one of those stories that just makes me kind of smile. They had their annual polar plunge yesterday in the Coney Islands, or Coney Island in New York. The Coney Islands. <laughs> Where is that in the South Pacific? Uh. Brett says the real answer is here. Just don't get married. Yeah, pretty much. You're seeing the true character of this gal. Um, An unresponsive man was pulled from the chilly waters off Coney Island during this year's annual polar bear plunge. Got so bad he needed CPR. The water was about 48, almost 49 degrees on Saturday. That's pretty damn cold. Because hypothermia sets in at 60 or 70 degrees. They're doing some damn polar bear club. All right, cool. What do you think was going to happen? Some old man jumps in there. His fucking heart's going to stop. The water is goddamn cold. <sighs> All right. The real answer is don't get married, <laughs> pretty much. God dang. Is this the final story of the day? All right, here we go. Final story of the day today. First show of 2022, almost wrapping up. Oh, we have to go to Spain. Wait, hold on. Where are we going? I got I to gotta look up the this, this place real quick. Where the hell is it? It's under never or I've never. Oh, there we go. So, uh, let's see. This was on New Year's Eve in Spain. Well, I've never been to Spain. But I kind of like the music. All right, there you go. All that for just a little bit of Elvis. Uh, Police broke up an orgy. Involving uh, in close to 50 people on New Year's Eve. 
Authorities were called after a neighbor's door was knocked on by would-be attendees. <laughs> oh, dear God, it's the scene from old school. Uh, here for the gangbang. Gangbang. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Happy New Year. Uh, is this where the orgy is? How awesome would that be? That would be fantastic. I don't know what I'd do. If I'm the homeowner and I open the door, uh, we're here for the gangbang. Come on in. In Spain, a maximum of 10 people were allowed to meet inside for New Year's Eve. Between 50 and 70 people have been identified police and now face fines. Makes me think of Porky's. Oh, I could, I could, I could tell that wiener anywhere. Just put it in a lineup. Some good old Randy fucking, you know, jacked up on probably Mountain Dew and and, and Red Bull, Spanish people. Probably dropping little blue pills all damn day waiting for this moment. And then the police have to storm in and say, How's your New Year's? It sucked. I didn't get to go to my damn group orgy. By the way, I just want to point out, America is still the bad ones. Even though we don't have organized 50 people orgies on New Year's Eve. Sassy Pammy has the fucking porkies line. There was a mole on that penis. Arnie would invite them in, tell them they're early, and go round back and <laughs> grab the cow and be naked in some overalls. Damn right I would. Damn right I would. Yeah, fucking 50 to 70 people. Man, see that? that, Look, look. I don't want to go to an orgy because I know nobody there wants to see a guy like me walking around. Orgies are weird. There are too many bodies. There's smells. There's sweat. Ugh. I don't want any part of that shit. 50 people? Does that mean I have to remember 49 names or is that rude? Yeah, give it to her, Enrique. (laughs) What are you supposed to do? Like, and what happens if you finish pretty early? Like, you ain't got a lot of stamina. You're a couple pumps and out? What, do you just sit up? Is it like the Royal Rumble where you're eliminated? Somebody throw you over the top rope when when you're a fucking goose? Oh, and you have lost your place in this. So I got to wait out 49 other people. And if half of them are women, then guess what? The women won. Thanks, George Clooney, for... Oh, wait. What was I going to say there? Can I have this up? What an idiot. How do you explain that arrest at home? I mean, can you imagine that? You're good God-fearing people. 
let's say your daughter, who's like 20 or 21, she went to this fucking naked-fueled orgy. She gets arrested. She's got to make a phone call to mom and dad. Hey, mama. Hey, daddy. I need you to come get me from the jail. Well, why is that, Sue Ellis? Well, we were doing a, a an orgy slash gangbang in the backyard last night. Oh, I, I see. Yeah, they, they, they're saying because of COVID restrictions. So can y'all come down and bail me out? Yeah, I know. If you don't go to 7-Eleven for boner pills before an orgy, you are doing it wrong. A lot of people give me shit for eating food from 7-Eleven and food from gas stations. I have a line, though. I have a line. I will eat the food at gas stations. But once they start handing out these fucking powders and creams and all kinds of shit like that to, to make your wiener bigger or make your drink last longer, don't do it. You're buying it from a grocery store. And, and, and really not even a grocery store, a convenience store. Just telling you right now, that clerk's balls have been whatever you're buying. Talking, uh, we came here for the food. Nobody goes to the food for. Nobody goes to Seven Eleven for the food. Going to Seven Eleven for the food. Shut up, you asshat. Hey, I like the pizza at 7-Eleven, too, but I don't go out of my way to go there. I went there the other night because it, it sounded good, and it was only two bucks. Ain't a lot of people sitting around going, damn, you know what? I am craving me one of them giant buffalo chicken sticks they got at 7-Eleven. Those are also good, but nobody's going to sit around and go, mmm, boy, I'm craving that. This is a type of dinner or, or, or generation. You invite them to a nice dinner. They're like, no, we'll just go to, you know, fucking Taco Casa. Well, we're going to take you out for a nice steak. Oh, I don't want that. Just give me the Taco Casa. <sighs> All right. That's going to do it for me today. We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Triple T says, I live near 7-Eleven and love their ta- nachos. Nothing wrong with any nachos. I miss the pizza sticks. If they brought the pizza sticks back, I'd be eating it at, at, at 7-Eleven a lot for dinner. That place is shit, man. That place is good. Some of their stuff they got, yeah, huh? Y'all want some of that? Um, all right, we're going to end now. Uh, remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So we are back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. We're going to have listener mail tomorrow as well. So get your, uh, if you got any more letters you want to send in, please send them to arnieradio.com or arnieradio1 at gmail.com. So there you go. Uh, All right. We will be back tomorrow. So y'all have a fantastic day. And until then, adios, everybody, from Roadhouse. Yeah, baby.
is outside waiting to arrest him.